Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. Hey, nice to have you here with me on America's Most Popular radio travel show. I'm Rudy Maxa, your genial radio show host. Let me tell you what's coming up this hour. Two years ago, I introduced listeners to an extraordinary young man from Uganda named Derek Keonga. When he was first brought to the U.S. in the 90s, he stayed at a hotel in Philadelphia and was awed by the number of bars of new soap in his hotel bathroom. And he was even more surprised when every day the hotel staff removed the used soap bar and replaced it with a new one. Because where Keonga came from, soap is and was and still is a very precious commodity. And he knew that many diseases, especially diarrhea that kills children, many diseases in Africa stemmed from a lack of soap. So we eventually wondered, what if someone could recycle that used soap from America's hotels and get it back to people in Africa who desperately need it? And so the Soap Project was born. The project was only a year old when we talked with him two years ago. And last year, he was one of CNN's top ten heroes. In a few minutes, you'll meet Derek again and hear how his project has blossomed. Then we'll meet a tour guide in Savannah, Georgia, who drives visitors in an open-top hearse around the city on a ghost tour. But this is more history than a scary story, and we'll learn from Mike Bolichella why Savannah isn't your average town. And one of our regular consumer travel experts, Joe Brancatelli, joins to tell us why he thinks if you have a lot of frequent flyer miles, you ought to start using them right now. There are some major changes ahead, he warns. Plus, at the end of the hour, as always, I'll have a few nice deals of the week, but let's begin with a quick look at this week's news in travel. Well, Cuban citizens awoke this uh, one morning this week to a fairly surprising announcement, a big announcement. After 50 years of not being able to leave the country without first obtaining an exit visa, folks learned that the government had decided that beginning next year, citizens will be free to travel abroad by showing only a passport and a visa for the country they intend to visit. This new rule takes effect January 14th, and it caused great excitement in Cuba. Now the question is, how difficult will it be for Cuban citizens to visit the U.S.? After all, the U.S. has a policy that states nearly any Cuban, or any, not nearly, just any Cuban who reaches America's shores will be permitted to remain. This new liberalized travel rule does not apply, however, to many doctors, scientists, and some members of the military, as the government is worried such valuable citizens might not return to Cuba. Dissidents, too, might be barred from travel for fear they'll foment trouble abroad. In the largest mass firing in TSA history, the agency responsible for security screening at airports on Friday fired 25 employees at Newark Liberty International Airport and suspended 19 others, 44 people, for alleged improper screening of check luggage. The mass firing came as a result of hidden cameras the TSA installed at Newark's airport's 25 screening rooms to monitor possible theft from, from passengers' bags. Eight other Newark TSA employees were fired last June, by the way, and this latest batch of workers were charged with not checking bags at X-ray machines flagged as possibly containing dangerous items and other failures to, well, do their jobs. Hey, if you're a coffee drinker and you're headed to Mumbai, India, you'll find Starbucks' first store in India is now open for business. Howard Schultz, Starbucks' CEO, said the outlet is in a, in a historic building in downtown Mumbai, and I quote is, quote, perhaps the most elegant, beautiful, dynamic store we've opened in our history, unquote. Citizens of India, of course, are more prone to drink tea than coffee, so Starbucks has its work cut out for them. 
There are already boutique coffee shops in India, and they sell their cappuccinos and lattes well below what Starbucks, Starbucks charges. Seattle-based company says it intends to move aggressively to establish its brand in India. It remains to be seen whether Starbucks living room-style coffee shops will attract a new following. And if you've ever sat on your sofa and watched The Amazing Race on television and wished you could do that, well, now you can. The ninth annual competition called the Global Scavenger Hunt is accepting applications for 25 two-person teams that will spend three weeks scouring the globe for a prize and trophy. Past challenges have included taking an elephant safari in search of Bengal tigers in Rajasthan, working working a morning at a Cambodian orphanage, or learning how to make baklava in a Turkish bakery. William Chalmers is the event director of this uh, madcap enterprise, and he joins me today from his home in Southern California. Okay, William, how much does this cost, and how many countries are involved in this three-week uh, adventure this time around? Well, first of all, hello, Rudy, and thank you again for having me. Okay, so imagine, if you will, you know, a once-in-a-lifetime, around-the-world travel adventure. It costs $10,000 to enter. And it includes 23 nights in hotels everywhere we go, all your international airfare, about 40% of your meals, a lot of good travel goodies we give out to all our participants also. And, you know, I was thinking uh, this morning when I got up uh, before, and anyways, I was thinking that maybe for your, for your group of great listeners, we're going to do a special offer of $9,900, so $1,000 off for folks today that go on globalscavengerhunt.com and register. Put Rudy Max on your application, and we'll give you $1,000 off. Well, all right. Um, now, I noticed it was 10500 on your website. Is that right or no? That's, that's correct. That's an early bird special right now, but we're going to do better than that for your group. Okay, so 9900 if they go to uh, the website again, is globalscavengerhunt.com? Scavengerhunt.com. Okay. And just put your name on the application. All right. This, this event takes place from April 12th to May 4th. Is Do you have to be, like, in tip-top physical shape? I mean, are there any sort of requirements that you think people ought to think about before they get serious about this? Well, uh, as far as in shape, we do have some folks that are in good shape. But, you know, I, the way I look at it is if you can take a good walk in the noon equatorial sun, you're going to be okay. We're not going to ask you to mountain climb. We're not going to ask you to deep-sea dive or jump out of plane. It's not a stunt-filled event. But it is about participating and walking through markets, looking for things, and having a lot of fun. And do people know when the, when the hunt begins where they're going to be going, or are they told each step of the way where the next stop is? No, that's one of the great things about it also, uh, Rudy. As you know, it's a blind date with the world. It's a kind of a 21st century <laughs> version of spinning the globe and throwing your finger on it. We're not going to tell you what 10 countries we're going to be visiting over the 23 days, only that we're going to be visiting 10 countries. And and is there a prize at the end of this for the best scavenger? Yes, there is. Well, first of all, of course, there's a much coveted prize of being found the world's greatest travelers, and it's getting more and more of a contentious issue each year. Uh, last year, first place team was from uh, New Zealand, second place team from Australia, third place team from the United States, fourth place team from Canada, so very international. Mm-hmm. And the team that wins gets to come back to uh, defend their title for free. The next year. Now, I, I bet there have been some lifelong friendships made three weeks on the road under this intense uh, uh, program. Friendships, marriages, babies. Yes, we've had them all. <laughs> Whoa. And do you go, I, I guess there's a guide with those teams of uh, 50 people. Uh, they're, they're road officials, we call them. Uh, no guides, because each person's itinerary is very different, and they're on their own when they go. It's for independent travelers. Uh, okay, but somebody has to be there to... But somebody has to be there to give them the tickets for the next destination, obviously. 
That's that's correct. Yes, we have road officials that go that make sure everybody did their scavenges and checks everybody out and make sure everything is going as smoothly as it should go. We have someone that goes about a day to two days in front of us to make sure the hotels are all ready for us, the, uh, the air is all ready, and the scavengers are all ready. So it's a very well-organized event. This is going to be our ninth event. William Chalmers is founder of the Global Scavenger Run. He's also got a new book due out in May called America's Vacation Deficit Disorder. I bet we'll be talking to him then. More details at globalscavengerhunt.com. Put in Rudy Maxa, and you only pay $9,900. Save 1000 bucks. Thanks, William. Thank you. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Geico says, let's make life simpler. Look, I'm all for modern conveniences. But ask yourself, do you really need a blender with 23 buttons just to chop an onion? At Geico, we think life should be simpler. So we make it super simple to save on car insurance. Just one click and you could be on your way to saving hundreds. Come on, people. Life doesn't have to be that complicated. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Ladies, how many pounds have you gained since you turned 40? If you're like most women, probably 10 or more. But hundreds of thousands of women have discovered the secret to losing weight after 40. It's called Amberin, and it's the only product on the market today, clinically proven to cause sustained weight loss for women over 40. With no special diets or exercise programs, you can try Amberin absolutely risk-free and get a one-month supply free by calling 1-800-525-2563. The leading cause of weight gain in women over 40 is hormonal imbalance. Until you balance your hormones, losing weight can be practically impossible. Amberin balances hormones naturally, so the extra weight can fall right off. Yes, even that stubborn tummy fat. Plus, Amberin relieves other symptoms of hormonal imbalance, like hot flashes, night sweats, low libido, sleeplessness, and more. Be one of the first 50 callers right now, and they'll send you a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Free supplies are limited, so call now. 1-800-525-2563. That's 1-800-525-2563. Ever wondered what you do if you were seriously sick or injured on a trip? You need On Call International, and joining me is the company's CEO, Mike Kelly. Now, Mike, why is this protection so critical? Medical evacuation in the U.S. or abroad can cost thirty, fifty, or even $100,000 and is rarely covered by major medical plans, including Medicare. On Call International membership protects your health and wallet with services, including evacuation to the hospital of your choice. And right now, you can save 30% off your membership with the code RUDY30 at OnCallInternational.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. It's 18 minutes after the hour, and this hour of Rudy Maxa's World is brought to you by our friends at Tourism Ireland. And if you've ever thought about taking a trip to Ireland, 2013 is the year to do it. That's because Ireland has issued an open invitation to the world called The Gathering Ireland 2013. It's a spectacular year-long celebration of Ireland and all things Irish. Maybe you have an Irish name or Irish roots in the family. Maybe you've studied in Ireland, worked in Ireland, enjoyed the music and food, or maybe you just have a desire to see this beautiful country that's rich in history and rich in stunning landscapes. Well, 2013 is the perfect year to plan a vacation to Ireland and be part of the worldwide gathering. More info at thegatheringireland.com. You can see what else is planned for 2013 and how you can be a part of it. Or if you just want to plan a vacation to Ireland, discoverireland.com. Or you can go to my website, rudymaxa.com, and click on Ireland. You'll find them on the sponsors 
page. As I said at the top of the hour, two years ago, we talked to Derek Kayongo about his experience coming to the United States, discovering the massive amount of soap that gets uh, thrown away in hotels every day because somebody washes their hands with it for a day or two, and then it disappears, sometimes just every day in fancy hotels. And he eventually started something called the Global Soap Project. Um, last year, he was named one of the top 10 heroes by CNN Heroes program. And I thought two years on, it might be time to check back in with him. And I know, First of all, welcome to the show, Derek. Nice to have you back. Thank you for having me, Rudy. And I noticed from looking at your website, which, by the way, if you would like to look at it while we talk to Derek, it's globalsoap.org, globalsoap.org. I noticed that you went from processing soap in your basement uh, to now you've got a, a, a apparently a family-run property management firm in Georgia, donated warehouse space. You've got a couple of machines that clean the soap and reform them in, into into bars. You're not just taking them back to your homeland in Africa, Uganda, but also other countries in Africa and Haiti as well. You have really, really grown, haven't you? Yes, I have. I, I, and this goes to the uh, to all my board members who have really been incessant in, in helping us. One of them is a good friend of yours, Gus Peterson, up in Minnesota. But I think that one of the things that you do when you get into these big spaces to be part of big stories, you've, you've got to really work hard. And that's what we've done in the last two years. We've worked very hard and brought on some big players like the Hilton Corporation that has been very supportive of us, UPS, and the Center for Disease Control as part of our partners. So that's what we've been able to do is work really, really hard to bring all these big players into place. Let's take those one by one. Mm -hmm. Hilton, UPS, and the CDC. Let's start with Hilton. What is Hilton doing for you? Well, Hilton came in as a, what we call the, the angel investor. When I was working out of my basement, I didn't have anything um, to, to really move this forward. And they saw my effort and work, and they decided to come in and give us some money to buy the machines that I needed to reprocess the soap. Right now, because of that uh, investment, we moved from making 1,000 bars a week to 30,000 bars a week. So that was really fantastic. A, a, and 30 time, a 30 times more bars than when you were in your basement in Georgia making the soap. Is Hilton <laughs> donating soap as well? Yes, they're, they're one of our largest donors right now. We used to have Marriott as one of our last, largest donors, but they've surpassed the, the Marriott. So, yes, they are now the largest soap donors. But is Marriott still in the program? Yes, they are. Excellent. We, everybody's still in the program. It's just that they came in as the angel investors. Okay, that's Hilton. Then you mentioned UPS. I presume they help transport this soap around the world? Yeah, we've just said a small a pilot program in Atlanta where they will, when their trucks pull into the hotels, apart from picking up all the other uh, mail, oh. they will take the boxes of soap and bring them to our, our factory. So they're going to be one of our logistics partners. Interesting. Very clever, Derek. Mm -hmm. um, okay, now let's get down to the nub of it and why this project uh, is so important to so many people. CDC. Yes. The uh, Center for Diseases Contro Disease Control, which is actually in your home state of Georgia, um, what have you learned from them? How are they helping you? And why is it important to get, I mean, to the average American, a bar of soap is, to say it's a commodity item is an understatement. Yeah. Why is it so important in your homeland? It's so important, really, because every year we lose about 2.4 million kids to lower respiratory diseases like diarrhea, things that can be prevented by just a bar of soap. The problem with that is that most kids and most families in Africa, in sub-Saharan Africa especially, can't afford soap because it's too expensive for them. They make a dollar or less a day. So the chances for them to take that money and buy soap is not going to work. So what the Center for Disease Control has done is to map out what we call humanitarian high hotspots. So, for example, in Haiti when they had the earthquake and had all these wounds, 
that was a result of this, this earthquake that happened. You need soap and sanitation to really fend off things like cholera and typhoid and tetanus. So what the Center for Disease Control does for me, it gives me the legitimacy that I'm working with a, an elite organization full of doctors who understand the power of soap as a fighting uh, agent against disease. So what we were able to do, Rudy, by partnering with the Center for Disease Control is that they tell us where the problems are versus getting anybody soap. They tell us, hey, guys, we need soap in Malawi. We need soap in Zambia. And then we give them the soap and they give it directly to the hospitals there where they're delivering, they're delivering children, mothers need soap and sanitation, where they're really going in there and teaching people how to wash their hands. Because lastly, Rudy, the fact that somebody has a bowel of soap doesn't mean they're going to wash their hands. You've got to teach them the behavior of sanitation and, and hygiene for them to be able to use the soap effectively. That's what the CDC does for us. I'm talking with Derek Kayonga. Am I pronouncing you right? Kayonga? Yeah, Kayongo, very good. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, who is from Uganda? We talked to him two years ago when he was starting something called the Global Soap Project, getting used soap from hotels, transforming it into clean soap and forming them into bars and getting them to places where soap is a very, very precious commodity. Um, Derek, and, and, and obviously you're... By the way, you, you had another profession when, when we last talked. Are you doing this full-time now or you still have a day job? I still have a day job. Uh, I have to actually transition because it's no longer easy to do the day job and do this at the same time. So we what is your to, day job? I work for an organization called Care International, and they are. Do you, are you familiar with the care packages? Of course. Yeah, they invented those in 1946 during the Second World War. They never uh, uh, sort of trademarked the, the the term, so they lost it to the American lexicon. But they are the founders of the care package, and they do humanitarian work around the world. So I'm really a humanitarian at heart, really. It sounds like it. Now, what can, you know, this is, this is a travel show. We have a lot of travelers who every day are checking into motels and hotels. They're using the soap once or twice if they're only there a day, maybe three times, four times to wash their hands. Mm -hmm. um, what can they do to help you? I, and, I, and I anticipate, I know that you don't want people sending you individual bars of soap, no. but what can a traveler do to aid global, the Global Soap Project? Well, one of the things that they can really do is ask the hotel, as soon as they check into the hotel, are you guys part of the recycling program? the Global Soap Project. In others, do you recycle your partially used bars of soap that we leave behind? Because, you know, those end up in the landfills. And soap is a very, very tough agent in the landfills because one of the things it does in the landfills is it slows down the, the degradation process. So you cannot actually have degradation happening faster because of soap. So if you can ask your hotel to really be part of this program, then they can send us the soap. It's they can write off the price of sending us the soap because we are non-profit. We are 501c3. So that's the most important thing they can do for us. And, of course, I'm a beggar, really. If they can support us financially, you know, for every $1, we can send about six bars of soap to a child in Haiti or to a child in Africa. So those are some of the things they can do for us. But lastly, guess what, Rudy? We just got nominated as one of the five top NGOs in the country by the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. And we are part of the finalists. Uh, if they go to the U.S. Chamber of Commerce and look at the Business Civic Leadership Center, they'll see us on there and they can vote for us. So we're doing some remarkable work just being three years old.
Well, I've been a big fan of this since we first talked two years ago. Let's go one step further. So when you check into that motel or hotel, yeah, um, obviously seek the manager. The desk clerk may have no idea what happens with the soap and may not care. You might want to introduce yourself to the manager and say, hey, look, I was listening to Rudy's travel show the other day, and there's this great thing called the Global Soap Project. Describe it in two sentences. I think the next step is to send them to your website, which is globalsoap.org. I mean, I think that's the, the action uh, you'd ask a manager to do, wouldn't you? Yes, and uh, when they get to our website, there's a hotel tab. They, they, the manager can click on, and that there is where they can register their hotel. And this is why I'm so proud of being on your show, because you not only tell people to travel well, but this is one way of helping them reduce their carbon footprint. You know, the more they travel, the more soap we, we trigger. So this is really great, Rudy. I really appreciate it. Well, I appreciate your taking time to come on the show. Derek Kayonga is the founder of the Globe Silver Globe. Excuse me, Global Soap Project. You can find more details at globalsoap.org. And for my part, when I meet uh, general managers uh, at hotels uh, or any any sort of boss at hotels or motels, I ask them about it and and tell them about it. And you ought to too as you travel. It won't take much time. Won't cost you anything. And if you save a kid's life in Haiti or Africa because that bar of soap lands in his or her hands, well, it's all good. Yeah. Derek. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much, Rudy. You're the best. Take care. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. Derek Kayonga is the uh, founder of Global Soap Projects. I said again, check it out. Just go to look at globalsoap.org. It's quite a heartwarming story and uh, such an easy thing to accomplish if uh, you put your mind to it. When we come back in just a moment, we're going to talk with a tour guide in Savannah, Georgia, who takes people around in an open-top purse, and, well, you'll learn the rest of them. Very short. Don't go away. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at rudymaxa.com. Geico presents a thank you letter from your motorcycle. Hey, I just wanted to say thanks. Ever since you saved money on your motorcycle insurance with Geico, we've been going out a lot more. When we're together, things just work. My pipes rumble, and my engine screams like an eagle. A happy eagle, not one of those angry eagles. You know? Yeah, you know. GEICO could help you save on your motorcycle insurance, and that should make you and your bike very happy. The mills closed out their excess fall inventory. We've got the flooring, and we're selling it at unheard of prices at Lumber Liquidator's first ever fall flooring yard sale. Get laminates from only 29 cents a square foot. Pre-finished hardwood from just $139 a square foot. Bamboo flooring from just $179 a square foot. Plus, special extended financing. If you liked our famous April sale, you're going to love our first ever fall flooring yard sale. These deals will not last. Sale is going on now. Visit LumberLiquidators.com for your local store. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. 33 minutes after the hour, and this segment of Rudy Maxa's World is brought to you by our friends at TravelGuard. It's a chartist company and a worldwide leader in travel insurance. TravelGuard provides products and services to millions of travelers around the globe. 
The company helps leisure and business travelers alike solve problems and manage risks. And right now, if you visit travelguard.com forward slash stories, you can read the newest story in a series of true travel tales, and you might win a new Kindle. Every year, Travel Guard receives thousands of true stories from travelers about their experiences. And in this latest one, a couple celebrates its retirement with a trip to Italy. Upon learning about the legend, upon learning about the legend of the Trevi Fountain, their trip takes an unpredictable turn. You can find out the true ending to this story and earn a chance to win a Kindle by going to travelguard.com forward slash stories. All right, you've heard of Savannah, Georgia, and you know you have. It's located in the eastern coast of the state of Georgia. Um, in past times, pirates docked there. Civil War battles were fought on the site of the town. Slave trade was a dark stain on the history of the area. The city of Savannah itself went into disrepair in the early 20th century and was rescued by historic preservationists and concerned citizens in the 1970s. It's well known for its gorgeous mansions, its oaks dripping with moss, its 20-plus famous squares that dot the city, and that best-selling book, In the Garden of Good and Evil, that was, of course, set in Savannah. Now, if you visit that town, you can learn about the city's history in a really unique way, by riding around in a hearse. Yes, hearse. This uh, formerly used hearse has the roof removed, and eight individual seats allow visitors to tour the town in grand style. And they might be led, you, if you're lucky, you might be led by Mike Bolachala of Hearse Tours of Savannah. I'll give you that website a little later. Mike is a tour guide and is an aspiring author. Welcome to the show, Mike. Nice to have you here. How you doing this morning, Ray? Just fine, thank you. Now, as you know, but our listeners don't, my producer and uh, uh, Anna Schofield went on your night tour last month and had a ball. Uh, with Halloween coming up, I imagine you're sort of busy with ghost tours down there. Oh, yes. This time of year, we really just take off here in Savannah, and everybody gets into the Halloween spirit. With such an old spooky city anyways, it's a perfect place for everybody to come out and have a little fun with the family and get to see some of the old spirits if you get lucky of the town. Well, I guess I can see why you'd be in a hearse if this is supposed to be a ghost, uh, you know, a scary thing. Are you from Savannah, Mike? How long have you been giving uh, hearse ghost tours? You know, I am not originally from Savannah, but I've been here for years. I'm proud to say I am a Savannian. I moved here years ago, and I actually saw the hearse when it was a much smaller company. I met the man that had ran the service and become a real good friend of mine, and he had showed me so much in the old town, and my wife was from here, luckily, and got to show me so many hidden things in the city. And after you've been here, you learn there's a good reason we use these hearses to show the town. Over the years, people have heard of all the Civil War battles and the many plagues that have ravaged our old city, but what a lot of people don't know is until you almost stay here for a bit, you find out there's a real scary secret to this old town. There's well, a what? nickname for this old city. I'm say, say that again? I say there's a nickname for the old city. Which is? Here at Savannah is the city built on the dead. Well, if I... you go through the old town, there's folks literally buried everywhere here in this old ground. Well, I understand... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Mike, uh, interrupt you, Mike, but I understand that you can still discover unmarked graves even in 2012 on private property or that somebody putting in a swimming pool might encounter human remains when digging. Yeah, over the years, there have been remains discovered almost every square inch, it seems, of the downtown areas of the old city. At one point, the city was a very much smaller place. And it used much of the lands that now make up the downtown area as its original burial sites. It made up of five separate burial sites, including a very large Native American burial ground that stretched along our riverfront. 
over the years and expansions of the city in order to complete the whole square pattern, we had to cover up the old burial sites and actually start our more famous cemetery, Bond Adventure, which was, of course, made famous from our book, The Midnight of the Garden of Good and Evil, which, of course, made a film from it. Have and you ever... Most people don't realize when you visit the old city, while you walk around it, you're walking around on top of everybody who built the old city. Have you ever seen or felt a ghostly presence, Mike? Over the years of messing with this, there are a lot of ghosts in this old town. I've had plenty of experiences where folks just been with me that are taking photos where there were very obviously figures standing there to even creepy incidences where I've watched doors open. And and I can remember years back, we've got an old building here, the old Pirate's House, real famous here in town, that I was showing a group, and we walked through it. I watched a woman in a corset come around the corner, and the lady standing right beside me, she's standing in shock. She says, did you did you just see that woman? Before I could ever even mention to her about it being a woman, well, we'd both know, I think, at that point, what we had just seen. And that's kind of, I always thought, one of the best things. You know, that's just a restaurant here in the old town. That could be for anybody. You don't have to be a professional ghost hunter or anything like that. But if you get in one of the old hearses, we can take you around town. I can show you a whole bunch of old places like that where a person wants to, you get out. You might run into one of the ghosts of the old city. Oh, my goodness. All right, you have or 10 you seconds to tell me. Time and take a ride with us yourself. I, I'd love to. you got 10 seconds to tell me why your nickname is Mad Mike. Well, I always enjoy doing this. Everybody says I have a little crazy fun, but I think if you're going to have fun and do it, that's what's got to be. you got to get out here and have fun with the people. If everybody comes out with you, you'll have a good time. Mike Bolachala. Hey, meet him. HearstGhostTours.com is the website. HearstGhostTours.com. If you're going to Savannah, maybe Mad Mike will take you around. Thanks, Mike. All right, thank you, Ted. We'll be right back in just a minute. Joe Brancatelli is going to tell you why you got to use all your frequent flyer miles quickly. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Geico says, let's make life simpler. It's a fact of modern life. Switching isn't easy. Your bank, your cable company, your girlfriend. Let's just say each switch comes with a certain degree of difficulty. But switching to Geico, now that couldn't be easier. First of all, it only takes 15 minutes. And just like that, you could be saving hundreds on car insurance. No muss, no fuss, no irate, vengeful, significant others. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. The mills closed out their excess fall inventory. We've got the flooring, and we're selling it at unheard of prices at Lumber Liquidator's first ever fall flooring yard sale. Get laminates from only 29 cents a square foot. Pre-finished hardwood from just $139 a square foot. Bamboo flooring from just $179 a square foot. Plus, special extended financing. If you liked our famous April sale, you're going to love our first ever fall flooring yard sale. These deals will not last. Sale is going on now. Visit LumberLiquidators.com for your local store. Folks, you remember why it's so crucial to have access to travel assistance on every trip, right? Well, if you're like me, you have OnCall International. On the line is the company CEO, Mike Kelly. Mike, why is membership with OnCall International so important? Rudy, OnCall International is a trusted leader in emergency evacuations. We offer medical evacuation to the hospital of your choice. We cover any trip beyond 50 miles from home, 
and we offer plans to fit every budget or need. Save 30% off your membership today with the code MAXA30 at OnCallInternational.com. Ladies, how many pounds have you gained since you turned 40? If you're like most women, probably 10 or more. But hundreds of thousands of women have discovered the secret to losing weight after 40. It's called Amberin, and it's the only product on the market today clinically proven to cause sustained weight loss for women over 40. With no special diets or exercise programs, you can try Amberin absolutely risk-free. And get a one-month supply free by calling 1-800-525-2563. The leading cause of weight gain in women over 40 is hormonal imbalance. Until you balance your hormones, losing weight can be practically impossible. Amberin balances hormones naturally, so the extra weight can fall right off. Yes, even that stubborn tummy fat. Plus, Amberin relieves other symptoms of hormonal imbalance, like hot flashes, night sweats, low libido, sleeplessness, and more. Be one of the first 50 callers right now, and they'll send you a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Free supplies are limited, so call now. 1-800-525-2563. That's 1-800-525-2563. I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. It's one of thousands of true travel tales they receive every year. Diane and her friend were enjoying a summer cruise in the Mediterranean when her legs started to itch uncontrollably. She let it go, thinking it would get better. But when she noticed it getting inflamed and red, her mind went to her worst fear. For the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle, visit TravelGuard.com slash stories. Travel Guard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Max's World. 43 minutes after the hour. Well, if you're a frequent traveler, you gotta, you got to be reading JoeSentMe.com on the web because Joe Brancatelli, the man who helms it with his uh, merry band of pranksters who also write for uh, JoeSentMe.com, they'll keep you right up to date. And I was shocked to read, not shocked, that's too strong a word. I was most interested to read a column this week by Joe Brancatelli, who's on the air with us right now. Hey, Joe, welcome back to the show. I'm shocked to hear I have a merry band of pranksters. Well, I know some of them, so <laughs> I, most of them, actually, so I know who they are. Uh, but Joe's column basically said, now is the time to start cashing out of your frequent flyer miles. It's saving them up so you can brag about them to other uh, road warriors is not going to be to your benefit in the long run. We're going to talk about why that is and also some very serious changes that may be coming up in your frequent flyer program that uh, behooves you to start using those miles. So what's going on here, Joe? Why, why shouldn't we save our miles for when we, you know, we retire and we have more time to take that dream trip to Paris or Thailand or whatever? Well, I, as I always say, Rudy, and I've said on this program before, airlines do a terrible job of being airlines. Why do you think they'd be good banks? <laughs> and even by today's depressed standards of banking, airline banking your frequent flyer miles is crazy because this is not a currency. The airlines control everything. They can change the rules at will. They can devalue the award chart. They can change the game on you. This isn't, this isn't the money market. They can drop routes. Exactly. They can, they can cut their schedule. They can change. I mean, anything you can think of they can do, they can do it by the rules of their program. So letting your miles sit there generally and you thinking it's a bank you'll use 20 years from now or 15 years from now or even five years from now is always terrible. But now we have a serious rule change coming 
and that will change the paradigm of what we think about. All right. What is this rule change that you see over the horizon or on the horizon? Well, traditionally, and this might get a little confusing, you flew one mile, you earned one mile of this script exactly. in a flyer program. Exactly. Okay, if you charged $1 on a credit card tied to the frequent flyer program, you got one mile of script. That made sense 30 years ago when you and I had more hair and the airlines <laughs> had some relationship between the number of miles you flew and the amount of revenue they got from you. And everybody was paying about the same price for a coach ticket or a first-class ticket. Exactly. So, so those of us who paid more for our business travel because we flew at the last minute or we flew in the, we flew in the premium classes, we didn't feel like we were being ripped off because everybody got a mile for a purchase. Now it's totally different. The airlines finally are beginning to recognize that. And by the time you and I talk again next year, maybe this very day, the new script will be some sort of point because the airlines will begin paying you back based not on the number of miles you fly with them, but based on the amount of revenue they give you. So if you buy a $500 ticket, you will get, five, let's say, 500 points worth of credit. That means the miles you currently have will either have to be converted or they'll have to be what they call grandfathered, and they leave the old program alone for a while, although you can't get new things. Either way, the history of that has proven not good. So this is not a time to be caught with an old currency. So get your miles out now. Worry about the new programs when they come next year. I want to talk more about these new programs. I can tell you the first time I experienced this was actually at many, several, many years ago. I went on assignment for National Geographic Traveler to, uh, I don't know where it was. It was far away. It was Africa or India or something. And I flew on British Airways. And I thought, well, at least, you know, I'm going to get 12,000, 13,000 miles on this trip. And uh, National Geographic Traveler, I don't mind saying, sent me on the very cheapest ticket they could find. I think they bought it off the street somewhere in uh, uh, a bad London neighborhood. And I got home, and I had been awarded 880 miles. That's and I realized it was based on the price of the, the class of the price of the ticket, not on the miles I flew. Exactly. Many, many carriers have already internationally have moved to this, which is why, in fact, British Airways doesn't even call them miles anymore. They call them obvious points. Obvious Somebody points. Somebody made up or, the term yeah. obvious points. Whatever that but, means. <laughs> yeah, but Southwest, JetBlue, Virgin America already have this kind of program. The more you spend with them, the more points you get. The hotel programs, which are very rich, you know, Hilton, Hyatt, Marriott, Starwood, already have a revenue-based program. It doesn't, you don't get it based on the number of hours you spend in a hotel room or even the number of days. Your credit is based on the amount of dollars you spend for that hotel room. The airlines will be moving the same way, which means if you're a business traveler like me and like you, we'll do fine. The leisure traveler will do less well, but then again, they're paying less. Well, that's what I want to talk to you about. Will you hang on be, uh, and talk for me one or two minutes after this commercial break? Certainly. All right, we'll be right back with Joe Brancatelli in just a moment. Stay with us right here in Rudy Max's World. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages.
The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. We were talking before the commercial break with my friend Joe Brancatelli. He's a travel journalist, and his website, his excellent website on all things travel, is called JoeSentMe.com. Check it out. And we're talking about something that I didn't know about, that uh, major U.S. airlines may be on the brink or are on the brink in the next year or so of changing frequent flyer programs so everybody doesn't just get a mile for every, you know, every coach mile they fly or one and a half if they fly business and or premium members. Basically, instead of getting a, a mile, excuse me, a point for a mile, you're, you're going to get a, points depending on how much you paid for your ticket. So if you bought a last-minute ticket for $500 between New York and Cleveland, uh, you're going to get more points than the guy who bought it a month ahead of time for $280. And I wanted, I wanted to underline that point with you, Joe. That's why I asked you to stay on into this segment for a minute. As you say, leisure travelers who only take two trips or three trips a year are re- and, and plan ahead and get the cheapest ticket, they're going to have to spend a lot of time or, or slam their credit cards with a lot of purchases to get up to a free ticket level again, aren't they? Absolutely. The, what the airlines want to do, there's no question. Listen, Southwest Airlines did this last year, and they were very blunt about it. They said, the more you spend with us, the more we're going to reward you. And in fairness to the airlines, which is hard for me sometimes, <laughs> that's, how, that's how every business does it. You don't get rewarded, whatever rewards program it is, Starbucks, you name it, you know, Panera Bread, you, you don't get that based on how often you go in there. You get that based on how, how much you spend. So the airlines are now saying, you pay a $200 for a ticket, we'll give you, say, 200 points. You pay $600 yes. for a ticket, we'll give you 600 points. Uh, Joe, we got a caller, James from Mississippi on the line, who's got a comment or a question on this. James, uh, where are you from in Mississippi? Yeah, hey, how are you? Good. You had a question for a comment on this? Yeah, I, uh, I think it's a terrific idea. I mean, I'm a I'm a business and a leisure traveler, and I think it's tremendous. And like y'all were just saying, you know, if you go into Starbucks, if you go into Panera, if you go to Target, if you go wherever to these places, you are rewarded based on how much you spend. And I think it's fair that if I spend five hundred, you know, dollars on a ticket, um, I get five hundred points versus somebody who buys it on, you know, the last minute and gets a discounted fare and the same flight. They shouldn't be rewarded with the same amount of miles. Okay. All right. We got a vote for it already, Joe, and it hasn't kicked in. Thanks very much, Mike. Well, I I think, listen, I think these programs will make more sense to you when you see the charts, which are still being worked on. My fear right now is that people get held up by this concept of let me leave my miles in the bank. History's Mm -hmm. proven that's not a good idea. Whenever airlines have changed the paradigm on their programs, the people who've banked their miles have lost. So let's worry about getting using up all your miles now. We'll worry about the new programs next year. Okay. Well, one last question. Credit cards, you spend a buck on your credit card, you're still going to get a, a point, presumably? Uh, it's going to depend. You know, I've, I've seen a few things, Rudy. The airlines and, and their credit card partners are essentially one now. If you want to fly United Airlines, you might as well be with Chase. If you want to fly Delta Airlines, you might as well be with American Express. you want right. to fly with American Airlines, you better be with Citi. Citi, yeah. So they're very closely tied together. Um, You'll, you'll get a sort of one-to-one, which is what you get now. The right. problem will be, for business travelers, you'll do a lot better uh, on the, the number of flights you take because you're, you'll be paying more. And leisure travelers will do less well, and we'll probably have to work a little harder to get to that free ticket level. 
Thank you, Joe. Appreciate it. Joe Brancatelli, the uh, curator of JoeSentMe.com. Check it out. When I know we'll be talking to you again, Joe. Thank you. Have a great weekend. You too. A couple minutes left for some deals of the week real fast. Ooh, the cash register. Money in the bank. Hey, listen, if you live in the western part of the United States, the first snow has already fallen on Mammoth Mountain. We talk about this a lot because they have a lot of deals, and we did a radio remote from a couple of years ago, so I know how beautiful a place it is. But let me tell you, by Monday, you have a chance to buy the uh, MVP season pass before the price goes up. If you per- Excuse me, before Monday. So you got to do it this weekend. Purchase before Monday if you're going to be skiing a lot in Mammoth Mountain, and you'll pay $729 for a season pass for lifts. After Beginning Monday, that goes up $70 to $799. Beginning November 12th, it goes up another $100 to $899. And if you wait till November 26th, you're going to pay $1,000. Well, $999, but it's $1,000. So go to mammothmountain.com if you think you'll be skiing there uh, enough to make this worthwhile and get, it, get your uh, season MVP pass for... Uh, uh, $7.29 instead of $7.99. Let me see if I have a couple other quick ones here. Oh, these are all sort of longer ones. I'm going to save uh, uh, two more for uh, three more, a couple cruise ones, uh, because uh, last week we had Ann Campbell on. She was talking about the cruise deals coming up over the December holidays, and I've got some to tell you about. I'll do that in the deals segment of the second hour. Meanwhile, write me at Rudy at RudyMaxa.com if you've got a comment on uh, uh, the airline's plans to start differentiating uh, between folks who pay more for a ticket and those who pay less in the awarding of frequent flyer miles. Um, you can call me anytime at 800-387-8025. You'll get a voicemail if we're not on the air live. And leave a message, and we may put you on the air, or I'll try to answer a question. I can't make travel plans. And uh, go to Facebook and go to my fan page, because we post a lot of the stuff we do on the show there, and I post during the week occasionally. Not too much to make you crazy. It's Rudy dash, it's Rudy TV, Rudy Max at TV Show. And while you're there, if you hit like... Our goal is, was to hit 2,000 likes by the end of this year. We've already surpassed that, and we're working for 3,000 for the end of next year. We'll make it. You're listening to Rudy Max's World. If your station only takes the first hour and is leaving us, I bid you adieu. I'll look for you here again next weekend on your favorite radio station. Otherwise, if your station's sticking around, as most of our stations fortunately do, we'll be back in about six minutes after some news and local uh, lo- and some advertising. Look forward to you. got a whole big menu for you. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.